Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in the Caribbean. And today we give you a special bonus episode of the podcast. It's our interview with Joey Fairchild of the 80s Cruise as we reveal the special theme nights for the 2020 voyage. <laughs> I am the monarch of the sea. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media Mobile app. And, you know, to be fair, if you're listening to this now, you may already be aware of these things. However, please don't forget to listen to our podcast at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at clnsmedia.com. And as always, we plead, please, if you love the show, share the links on social media. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Hey, Brad, this week I had a chance to catch up with Joey, our buddy, the production manager from the 80s Cruise. He had a really interesting summer. I'll let him reveal the news on that. You mean he does things other than just hang out on cruise ships and wear Bill and Ted outfits and stuff? Apparently. Huh. Well, that'll be exciting to hear about. Anyway, this week, ECP, which is the company that produces the cruise each year, finally revealed the theme nights for the 2020 voyage. The sold-out 2020 voyage. That is correct. The cruise is officially sold out now. Your days of listening to us uh, <laughs> voice promo after promo about it are, are, are pretty much at an end. But you can still join us. There's a waiting list for cabins. Um, from time to time, people you know, have emergencies pop up and they need to trade in their cabin. And then what the cruise will do is they contact the people on the waiting list. Pretty straightforward. So that's your only opportunity. If you were waiting on a sale, that's not going to happen. So, Steve, I read the theme night's announcement, but I do have some questions. Was Joey able to clear things up for you? Yeah, we went through all of them. There are three new theme nights this year, so that's something else to look forward to. By the way, if you're not going on the cruise and you're wondering, are these guys going to talk about anything else this episode? Yes, we have full seggies after the interview. Yeah, baby. So sit back and let me and Joey explain the theme nights you'll be enjoying on the 2020 voyage of the 80s cruise. Hey, so we're back here. Uh, it's Stuck in the 80s with Joey from ECP. Joey, uh, how have you been? Steve, how you doing? Everything is good. Happy to be here with you again. Thanks. Great. Uh, ECP just announced the theme nights for 2020. So we have that to talk about today. Uh, what else have you been up to this summer? Um, yeah, it's been a busy summer for uh, for me. I don't know if you knew it or not. I know we touched base on it a little bit, but I actually took most of the summer, and I was on tour with Queen and Adam Lambert as their stage manager. So that took up most of the summer, North America, 25 shows across the U.S. Wow, I had no idea. How cool. Yeah, you know, my background is touring and, and all that, and... Um, Every now and then, I just get the right call, and if it's the right tour, makes sense, go out. And this year was a year that we were looking into a lot of new technology, a lot of 
just new video product and all that. And so I was touching base with a lot of people I knew and that led to one thing and I got the call for this and it all lined up. So I kind of eat, sleep and breathe the eighties as it is being on tour with Queen and running the eighties cruise. How much, uh, how much interaction did you have with the band members? Uh, quite a bit. You know, every day we'd see them during the show, all really great guys. And I got to say, Brian, uh, may probably just the sweetest, nicest guy I've ever met. Um, Every every day he he would not only thank the touring crew but thank any locals. You know it would take him ten minutes to leave the stage to get back to the dressing room because he'd just be stopping and shaking security guards' hands and anyone who was kind of around. Uh, any city in particular stand out uh, to you on the tour for any reason? Um, you know Madison Square Garden. We did two nights there, and you you can never go wrong there. It's just such an iconic, great venue. Audiences were great there. Um, we did two nights in the Forum in L.A. Man, everywhere was really great. It was just one of those tours, especially coming off the momentum of the movie, that everyone was just so excited about it. It was sold out everywhere. Um, the crowds were crazy. So it was just a lot, a lot of fun. So something else that's going to be a lot of fun, obviously, are the theme nights for the 2020 cruise. They were just announced. And so I'm happy to have you here to kind of walk us through the thinking of each night and kind of give us some tips. So... Let's let's run down what you got going on for uh, the theme nights for 2020. Theme nights 2020. Theme nights for the 2020 sold out cruise as it is. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, last week or a little more than that, we uh, we announced the theme of the prom, which was punk rock prom, which we had all of the incoming seniors kind of vote on. We had kind of six six ideas that we gave them on the ship as juniors. They all talked about it narrowed it down to or all voted and then we took the top three from there and then sent it out to them again in like a email poll and they all voted again and the winner ended up being punk rock prom and from that we got a few other ideas and they had a lot of write-in ideas as well which leads to some of these other ones um so that's kind of punk rock prom but you know it's still going to be prom you know i saw some comments and people saying well we hope it's just not all punk rock and that kind of stuff. It's still going to be, you know, a typical 80s cruise, a typical 80s party. Earlier this year, Trial by Fire actually played the prom, right, for the Enchantment of the Sea Dance? Yeah, so they did. They played uh, this year's uh, prom, and we are going to have them, again, play the punk rock prom. We figure they're just a good fit, and they are really good about playing a little bit of everything. I saw some of the guys actually reaching out to to the fan page and asking what they wanted to, to hear. And so they're, they're making their playlist and all that. And, you know, one thing we should kind of talk about with the, uh, with the theme nights in general is the entire cruise as it is, is a theme, right? We're already going on to the eighties cruise. So the eighties cruise is the theme. And then the theme nights are just to help make some of those nights a little bit different, a little bit special, but nothing is, you know, a, a must. There is no rules and everyone can kind of do what they want. They can take a theme night and, go as full on as they want or as little as they want and make it their own. So there really is no rules with these. These are just kind of suggestions. So what else is uh, on tap? I think I saw the Pop Icon Nights returning again. Yeah, you know, you got a couple of those theme nights that that we feel like we just kind of have no matter what, because even though we've got returning guests, we have a lot of new guests as well. And if we didn't have these, we just feel like we'd be kind of cheating them. So the big costume night is uh, 80s pop icon night. That's the one where everyone kind of brings it, and that's everything from, you know, 80s celebrities, 80s music, 80s movies, 80s toys. You know, we've seen Rubik's, people dress as Rubik's Cube. We've seen the Smurfs. So it's really anything that was iconic 
and just really takes your mind to the 80s. And that's that's that big costume party night. Another one is back to the 80s night, which is one we always try to do. That's one of those that's just an easy one for some people. It's kind of one of those nights where you can come however you want it to be in the 80s or however you were in the 80s. We see people not wear costumes that night and actually pull stuff out of their closet that they still own. Or you see people just wear 80s t-shirts. So it's just kind of an easy night. So those two we're bringing back. Um, And then we've got three brand new ones uh, as well. So we're going to do Nerds and Jocks, which, uh, of course, is a nod to... Um, Revenge of the Nerds and all the famous jocks and nerds that were in a lot of the other movies. So like we've seen on some of the other cruises where we have kind of different competitions and stuff, we know we're going to see some of the guests dress as nerds, some of them dress as jocks. We plan on doing a couple big pub crawls that night. Uh, Same thing where you've got a nerd pub crawl and a jock pub crawl. Maybe they'll all meet together, see what happens there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. A bunch of games, you know, stuff like that. So that should be a fun night. People have been, a few people actually suggested that one a few years ago. Um, And then, you know, a lot of people kept saying they wanted to see more MTV, more MTV. And we're even doing some write-in ideas. So we took their ideas, combined it with some of our ideas. So we're going to do uh, the 80s cruise salute to spring break. This would be pretty much just like it sounds. And this would be kind of the first time we've done a theme night kind of from day till night. So we'll start out the day at the pool, very much 1986 original spring break with original host Alan Hunter. So he'll be there doing lots of pool games. We're going to, of course, have Jesse's Girl playing that day and night sometime. We're going to have Trial by Fire playing. Um, and it's going to go throughout the day. So that'll be a fun one. That's going to be the one where you'll you'll see a lot of people wearing all their swimwear and whatnot, sporting their MTV looks for the daytime and then carrying that on into the night. It's going to be a pretty laid back, chill kind of evening for everyone, which which you need on the cruise. You can't go full on costume every night. So we're looking exactly. forward to that one. Great. And and then there's this one that I think is the most interesting one of all. Uh, New Year's Eve 1980 party. What is on? What is going on with that? <laughs> so again, this is one where a few ideas from people, a few ideas from us, and then you and I even talked about this one and didn't yes, know what we to did. do. <laughs> um, but we we really started embracing it and like it. So we're going to do this, uh, and, and we're going to be kind of clever with it. So New Year's Eve 1980, what we're going to do is at 11 p.m., we're going to turn the clocks back to 1979. And you're going to hear that music. You're going to see those kind of things. And then we're going to start our countdown. Now, the cool thing we're going to do is we're going to really concentrate in three areas of the ship when this happens. So we're going to have three different venues hosting three different parties with three hosts. And what we're going to do is we're going to simulcast the parties into all the venues with video and live streaming and whatnot. So you're going to have... The main stage, which is going to be your your big concert kind of feel, and you're going to have one of the uh, one of the MTV VJs there counting that down. And at midnight, we'll have a big concert, and then we're going to have the club feel, where we're going to have a big uh, big party in there. Again, one of the MTV VJs counting it down. We hit midnight, going to a big party, and then the promenade, which we've been talking about on the new ship uh, this whole time. That's going to be our street party. That's going to be like our Times Square vibe. So same thing, we'll have DJs, party there, and we're all going to ring in the new year together and celebrate uh, 1980. You know, this year we're we're kind of looking at the cruise as 
celebrating 40 years of what we think is the, the greatest decade ever. So next year in 2020, it's turning 40. So so we'll actually hear some disco music then at some point that yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, I mean we'll have, we have to have a nod well, to Well, that's disco just music. it. I mean, we're going to again and we don't want to we don't want to make it all about that and we don't want everyone to get upset and be like we're coming on the 80s cruise, we don't want to hear this. So everyone just calm down. But yeah, for about an hour, that's why we're saying we're turning the clocks back uh, at 11, so at 11 p.m. that a kickoff and then we're just going to start counting it down and then midnight all across the ship we're hitting 1980. And jumping into everyone's favorite decade. So, should be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I know this was an idea that you and I talked about. I think um, I think a lot of people are going to hear music from 1979 and remember how great it was then, too. I mean, the, in my mind, the 80s kind of started, at least musically, around 77. So, uh, everyone take a chill pill and just enjoy some fun music and some uh, some crazy memories. And we'll have and a great it's going to be just a neat night because it gives people options to do different stuff. And that's why, you know, we're trying to do the, the three different parties as well. So, you've got some people who are maybe going to somewhat dress up, right? Like it's a big party. Uh, you're going to have the, the street party vibe where people are just wearing their, you know, their 80s gear and whatnot. And then you've got the club vibe. Um, I'm sure we'll have lots of noisemakers and confetti and all that good New Year's Eve type stuff. And then the obligatory uh, day after hangover will be uh, vicious. No worse than the obligatory week after the cruise hangover. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's a whole other story. So uh, what else is new? What else can you reveal for us from uh, the plans for 2020? We're going through all the programming really hard right now. We've been talking to uh, to all the artists and bands and, and getting everyone's feedback, what they want to do. So a lot of cool stuff, nothing quite set in stone. I mean, there's a bunch of new stuff this year, and we have a bunch of new people that we're excited about. So I know you did the podcast with Larry DeDuck from, uh, from First Wave, so we're excited to have him. He's going to be involved with a lot uh, – in fact, we're going to ask him to help you guys, you and uh, Brad, uh, do the uh, costume judging for the Big Pop Icon night. We thought it'd be fun, and he was up for it. And, you know, he's never done the cruise before, so you had to give people uh, a great chance who maybe had the same costumes that they're bringing back, you know, some fresh eyes on it. So we're going to have him do that and a bunch of other stuff. He's going to definitely be hosting some some new wave events. Uh, he wants to do some new wave karaoke and, you know, just whatever. So we're working with him. We also got Lori Majewski, who's from Sirius XM Volume uh, channel, and she does a lot with Mark Goodman. So she's really going to help out on the interviews and a lot of the, the question answer sessions and behind the scenes uh, events with the artists. So we're excited to have her as well. Uh, you know, we have a brand new DJ. We haven't talked about him a whole lot, but his name is Travis Bell. This guy is just super interesting. I was doing some research, and um, a friend of mine told me to check him out. He and I ended up talking, and this guy is, he, he lives and breathes the 80s nonstop. It's pretty crazy. He owns a bunch of cars. He owns kit, one of the kits from Knight Rider. He owns the ambulance from Cannonball Run. Um, he had a General Lee. I don't know if he still has it. In fact, he was on VH1. Um, and he, he jumped it or a stunt man jumped it, but it was his car. So we'll probably, uh, maybe might have to show some clips about that. He's just out there. He's crazy. And the coolest thing we're trying to do this year with, with him and Christopher J, who will also be, also be doing a lot of, uh, DJ sets, the drummer from Berlin, who everyone loves. Um, right. You know, Chris J does such great sets, but then he'll do sets where he ties in video with it. And that's, what's great about Travis as well is he, 
owns every single video from 1980s and he owns a lot of MTV footage and all this. So he mixes a lot of that into his sets. Uh, and that's really what we want to try to do on the new ship is really have a lot of visuals to go along with, uh, with all the great music as well. So it's going to be fun, uh, to have him on board as well with, as a new guy. So it sounds amazing. I can't wait. Obviously everyone was stunned by the news this week that it's sold out. So people can still get on the waiting list though, Yeah, right? you can do the waiting list. Um, and that's just, you know, that someone always cancels or has a problem, can't get off work and then they return their cabin and then. They start contacting uh, people on the waiting list in the order that uh, that they put on there. So, yeah, we're excited. You know, every year it's uh, it's pretty close to being full, but this is the first year it's uh, 100% sold out. There is no more cabins. So we're about six months away. So now it's just producing a great cruise, which we're excited to do. Yeah, it sounds like you're well on your way. Hey, Joey, thanks for joining the show this week. Thanks, Steve. Say hi to Brad. We'll see you guys soon. So there he is, Joey Fairchild from ECP, the production manager of the 80s Cruise. He and I hung around after the uh, interview and talked about a couple other things we can't tell you about just yet. But but there is one thing, and that's that um, to confirm everybody's you know uh, question, there is going to be a graduation ceremony this year for seniors, those who've been on the ship four times now, just like there was last year for the original graduating class, which Brad and I were part of. It's true. But uh, Brad, what, of all those theme nights, which one do you think sounded the most interesting to you? So, Steve, I love the information about the New Year's Eve party. I know that there's been some kind of rumblings about that around, and I just I think the way they have planned to execute that with the three different parties that are the three different like, well, this is the club scene party, and this is the concert party, and this is the street scene party. I think that's really clever. I think that's really clever. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see how they pull it off. Um, New Year's Eve party was one of the ideas that I shot at them during the off season. And thankfully, I guess a couple other people had as well. So it caught on, but it's, it's weird. Cause lately I've been listening to a lot more late seventies music, probably because we've been discussing it more on the show. Yeah. But, but also I just, I don't know. There's something weird about, I'm going through like a late seventies thing right now, trying to, <laughs> trying to, to reclaim a youth that I can barely remember. <laughs> That is contained in all those beautiful yacht rock melodies. The the other thing that pops to mind, jocks versus nerds. Off the top of your head, which one are you thinking about dressing up for, jocks or nerds? Gee, Steve, what do you think? <laughs> um, I want to say, I I do want to say, I do want to say, what I heard Joey say, and this may be me overanalyzing, but what I were, heard him say was not jocks versus nerds, but jocks and nerds, and that's a big difference. Yeah, good point. That's a I, big I wrote difference. that down wrong. It's it's not it's not a battle. It's a celebration. It's, it's a coming yes. together. So yes. What if you're a, a smart jock? What do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, gee, I wonder if I can fit in my old drum major uniform. Ugh. My uh, my athletic career in high school was limited to one play on the field as a sophomore on the football team. One play. I'm like the Rudy. Of the the worst high school, yeah, I'm the I'm the Rudy of the worst high school football team that ever was, and I still only got out there for one play. And did I get to sack the quarterback or anything? No. <laughs> they put you in, in garbage time. It, it, the last play of the last game of the season. 
Oh, uh, yeah, we got to get Spears a down or else he won't come back to spring practice. Okay, <laughs> put him I, in. What does he I, play? I don't even know. Just put him out there. And I was and I wasn't playing the position I was supposed to play. I, I was a, I was the backup center, and they put me in as uh, defensive tackle for the last oh. play of the last quarter of the last game against Largo High School, which we lost. What six number to were you, Steve? What number? I were was you? number fifty-two. Okay, you still remember that, so it yep. obviously holds some some place in your heart. <laughs> yes, it's a dark charcoalish um consistency <laughs> full of um all sorts of complex emotions so if you see me wandering around that night wearing a 50 uh, a garnet and gold 52 jersey you know probably best to stay away from me or bring you a fresh bourbon yeah but there's something we cannot stay away from this episode and that is the, the seggies aha Listener Mailbag makes an unexpected return to the podcast. Wow. That's so nice to hear from you all. Yes, you answer the questions for the swag, but do you ever just drop by and say hello? No. <laughs> do you ever call? Yeah, you only call when you need yeah. money. Come on, listeners. <laughs> we get uh, two letters this week. The first one is from Son of Hugo. Why don't you take this one, Brad? Son of Hugo writes, Dear Brad and Steve, your recent podcast with Larry the Duck Dunn was a treasure trove of new wave musical lore and one of your best celebrity interviews, in my opinion. Like Brad noted, you're always wanting more of the music backstory from the Sirius XM DJs. Steve's exchange with Larry delivered. I'm sure the 2020 80s cruise will reveal even more of the magic that was WLIR, hopefully through an onboard podcast with Larry the Duck. Maybe you can also cover new wave dare to be different in a future podcast. Thank you and keep on doing what you're doing. Sincerely, son of Hugo. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't thought about doing a whole podcast just on that documentary. I think, I think we covered so much of it during that talk with Larry. I'm not sure how we come back at it. Well, I'll tell you what. As the um, as the veto power on that one, I'll watch it and decide <laughs> if we're going to do show. I'll, I'll, yeah, I mean, <laughs> who knows? We'll see. That's it's an interesting idea. We'll, we'll consider it. Um, definitely. Yeah, there may be an angle we could come in on that. Yeah, watch it though. It's a, it's a great documentary. I'll bring it on the. I'll bring the DVD on the cruise, Brad. So if you don't get a chance to see it before then, I'm sure you'll make time during our not so busy days on the ship to just sit there for two and a half hours and watch that yeah. documentary. I'll watch it as soon as I get caught okay. up on Great British Bake Off. Uh, second letter from Marine Ford. Brad, help me out. Marine writes. Hi, Stephen Brad. Thanks so much for the Larry the Duck interview this week. I messaged you guys last year about the WLIR movie, but I wasn't sure if it would resonate with you since you didn't grow up in the New York City area. I'm so glad it did. WLIR was a rite of passage growing up. We listened to the Top 40 station, Z100, until we got some taste, then moved right into WLIR. It was a little hard to tune in from New Jersey. But by October of college, all freshmen had given up the top 40 radio stations and were listening to WLIR. You'd hear it blaring in every dorm room. I had British pen pals who would send me mixtapes so I could hear the latest in new wave hits. And usually, I had already heard them on WLIR. Like you, First Wave is my favorite on Sirius XM. So much like WLIR. Thanks so much for always brightening my week, Maureen Ford. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad people liked, liked that episode. It was it was fun to talk to Larry. I mean, you hear him every day on the radio, and yeah, such a nice guy, really nice guy. Looking forward to hanging out with him on the ship. If you have a letter for us, just email us at podcast at sit80s.com. But don't ask for money. Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. Whoa, another long time uh, returning Seggy here. It's uh, please, please tell me now, where listeners can send in questions. 
that Brad and I will will sit and stare at for two months before we get around to answering them. Uh, you know, like this one. <laughs> it takes some time. Like this, we 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 like to we like to let them let them you know kind of stew a little. This one's from Jamie Cruise the Roads in Talmadge, Ohio, and I'll read this one to give Brad a break. Hello, Stephen. Brad. Hello, Jamie. <laughs> I think the '80s had. <laughs> Oh, it's touchy-feely there. I think the 80s had one of the biggest group of iconic vehicles in TV and movies, including the Wrath Car, Kit and Car from Knight Rider, the A-Team Van, the Fall Guy Truck, the DeLorean from Back to the Future, Magnum PI's 308, the Street Hawk Bike, Airwolf, Blue Thunder, and Firefox, just to name a few. My question to you, dear friends, if you could have but one... Which would it be and why? Your newest fan always stuck in the 80s, Jamie Cruz the Roads from Talmadge, Ohio. Interesting. Huh. Okay, Brad. Okay. Well, in in true true fashion of one of our favorite guest hosts, I have some I have many choices here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a car guy, so my first first immediately I went to the 1961 Ferrari GT250 California Spider from Ferris Bueller. Oh, nice. it really is so choice. And if you have the means, which would need to be considerable at this point, I do highly recommend one. But it just was like, okay, that would be amazing. The next one I thought of was the 1973 Ford Falcon XB GT V8 Interceptor from the Road Warrior, just to you nice. know get to work a little quicker. Uh, I think people <laughs> would probably move to the right for me if I came up behind them in that thing. Uh, but when I really thought about it, the vehicle for me, two words, Steve, and you know them. Once you hear them, you'll know that you will hear the truth in them, and that is light cycle. Tron, of course. Oh, oh, can you imagine? And why? You want to know why? Because if I have a light cycle, I'm on the f-ing grid, dude. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> Should have never written all these tank programs. <laughs> How about you, Steve? What do you got? When I was in the 80s, I used to have this recurring dream. I think I, I may have said this on a podcast before. I used to have a recurring dream that, that my parents bought me a Trans Am, like a black Trans Am like from Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Which is technically not an 80s movie. Yeah, but the car was pretty omnipresent in, the, in our right. beloved decade. Right. So so I would have this recurring dream that my parents had bought me a Trans Am. And the dreams were so vivid that every single time I had it, I would wake up and race to the window to see it in the driveway. Are you saying, it Steve, never happened. that the dream is always the same? The dream was always the same. So that that is my runner-up. But I'm, I'm going to take one of Jamie's picks here. I'm going to say the, uh, the, Rus- the Russian jet fighter from Firefox is going to be my pick. I love Firefox in the movie. I, we never name check it on this podcast, but um, all I have to do is learn to think in Russian, and this plane is going to do everything it, for me. I'm not going to even have to fly it. You, you so still have perfect. to fly it, right? Don't you have to fly it? I thought uh, that was just the yeah, weapon the, systems. <laughs> okay, well, you know. See, I have One seen way or this movie. <laughs> Jeez, got me on that. Anyway, I want the plane from Firefox. I can get... Uh, to and from New York a lot faster than I am these days. Well, that's true. Uh, for those for those who are wondering, uh, 
Hurricane Dorian did not hit Florida. Uh, I, I evacuated like a like a wuss. I, I ran up and and spent the week with my girlfriend in New York City. I think that's just prudent. It was smart. And to be honest, when I left, I thought this place was going to be blown to bits by the time I got back because it was a a Category Five hurricane, which is you know phew, it just levels everything it touches. That's the real deal. Yeah. And right. And so I, I I remember I took my insurance policy with me. I unplugged everything in the house, and I just was like, "Okay, buy house. I'll, I'll see you. I hope I see you again. Yeah, I'll see you when the insurance company, you know, gives me a check that allows me to rebuild you. And of course, we didn't even lose power here, so you know, knock on wood. Yeah, I escaped uh, nature's vengeance once again. Once again. So, so did all your anyway, ice cream smell? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, no, no. The fridge I left plugged in. Oh, I mean, okay. I, Got to have priorities. Okay. Got to be able to have a, a bourbon when I get home. I was a little so. surprised. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, so I'll take the Firefox, uh, and we'll go from there. Maybe that'd be a good costume for the for one of those for Pop Icon Night on the cruise. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's kind of creepy if I go around dressed like a Russian uh, military jet pilot. So da comrade. Hey, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, this weekend with a brand new show, and until then. Uh, Brad and I remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.